0: welcome to another episode of mix it up diversifying your school library and classroom library my name is tamiko brown i'm the school librarian at edy stem
1: and i'm felicia morgan a kindergarten teacher also at edy stem
0: So today we're going to continue talking about some new books that we're adding to our collection. Um, We've had some interesting times, I'm sure, just like everyone else out there dealing with COVID. And so um, we're going to just carry on and uh, continue talking about some great books and just taking a a break from talking about COVID. I know I can use the break. How about you?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Definitely. So why don't you go ahead and
1: start, Felicia? Okay. And then just right off the top, we apologize for if there's any change in our audio quality because we are recording via Skype. So uh, apologies right up top for that. But we are being responsible and socially distancing ourselves while we record. All right. So my first book that I have is called A Handful of Buttons by Carmen Paritz-Luke. And um, it's basically a book about family makeup and family diversity. And so it describes families as like a handful of buttons. Like if, you know, like I know my, my granny did. She, cause she would sew and she would fix my clothes and things. She had a jar of just miscellaneous buttons. And so, and I would play with them all the time. And you reach your hand in there and pull them out. And there's just all different types of buttons. And so it kind of equates family makeup with like reaching your hand into a jar of buttons and and seeing what you scoop out. So the illustrations are really cute because they are, um, it's pictures of actual buttons with the illustrations around them. So the buttons are made to look like people. And then they're also put in houses and with little baby strollers. And it talks about how families can be big and small. It talks about how some families might have moms and dads and brothers and sisters and grandparents and uncles and cousins all in the same house. But it also talks about how families are small, maybe mom, dad, and baby. Um, And it also goes into how some families are all the same color. So on that page, all of the buttons are black with blonde hair. And then on the next page, it says some families have different colors. And on that one, Uh, The mom button is black and the son button is black and the dad button is yellow and the daughter button is yellow. So it shows um, families with, with multi races. It talks about um, step families and how you might spend time at your mom's house and then your dad's house. And each has a, each has a family there for you. Talks about single families, single mom, single dad, and also, it, uh, there's a page that talks about having two moms and another page about having two dads. And so I really like it. It's, an, it's a nice and simple one or two words on each page, really cute illustrations. And at the very back, there is um, a little picture of a house where you draw your own family inside. And so it's it's really, really cute, really simple and to the point. And it covers a lot of different family makeups, which I really appreciate in a children's book. And I would say this one would be appropriate for K2, maybe K1 because of its simplicity. But it is is really, really cute. And uh, it, it just covers a lot of different family makeups. And I like it a lot.
0: That book sounds so cute. I'm going to have to put it on an order form for the library. Um, I do have a couple questions for you just as you were talking about that. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the illustrations. Are they um, like paintings or, you know, are they more
1: realistic like photographs? Uh, they're they're more like, it's kind of hard to describe. Like some pages look kind of collage like there's, there's like a fabric feel in the very background. Like the page I'm looking at right now, the sky is like a blue fabric. And then there, what is what looks to be like pencil crayon marker kind of drawings some pages have like watercolor type drawings some pages look collagey so there's there's a lot of different types of illustrative techniques within the book and then all of the people and animals in the book are represented by buttons the buttons are the heads and then the bodies are drawn so and it it looks it looks like a child's like it 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 looks very much like the drawings that my kindergartners do. Um, So it it does, it it looks like, you know, a a child or, you know, maybe they did it, they illustrated it in a way to make it look like a, like a child is representing their family, but it was written and illustrated by Carmen Peritz luke
0: Okay. Well, that sounds really cute. It
1: sounds like the type of book, the
0: type
1: of
0: library I want to, You know, something, just something for everybody Mm -hmm. reflected in the library. It sounds like it's reflected in that book. So, Sounds real cute. Okay, so the first book I want to share is um, Bedtime Bonnet. It's written by Nancy Redd and it was illustrated by Nika Myers. And so Nancy Red was inspired to write this book due to a lack of resources on the topic. She wanted to introduce her daughter to the nighttime ritual of using a bonnet to maintain her hair. So Black hair is very diverse. It comes in a lot of different textures. And I think this is one of the first picture books that I've seen that talks about the differences, and it's done in a real kid-friendly kind of way. Um, The author explains how corkscrew curls, dreadlocks, wavy and relaxed hair are maintained. And then the book offers universal themes of love and family and daily rituals. And so I felt by the end it had a modern day feel
1: of good night moon. Cute. I love that. Um, because I don't, you know, now that I think about it, I don't know if in my classroom library, if I have, a book like that, that is, that is so representative of, of just black hair. Like I know I have, I have books with black characters and I, I know that I have books that talk about like that character's hair, but I think that would be really nice to just add to the collection. So it's more, you know, representative of our population. I love that. That's super cute. Well, it also kind of reminds me
0: of Hair Love a little bit, which I think is a fabulous book. No, I, I love know, that you know one. I know a lot about that too, I that one. And um, the movie, oh my goodness, I'm so glad it won that Academy Award. But yeah, um, I do like the detail that it talks about, you know, the differences in um, black hair. So, because there's, there's quite a lot of differences. Yeah. But, so what's your next
1: book? So, my next one I was super excited for. And as soon as I heard it was coming out, I went and and pre ordered it and ordered it. So, uh, it's Her Body Can. And it is uh, written by Katie Crenshaw and Addie Meshke and illustrated by Lee Liu. And what I love about this one is it is like a body positivity strong girl character. I, I love it so much. So the, so the main character um, is a little girl who is, you know, she's a little bigger than everyone else. So she's, you know, maybe a little chubby or she's got some baby fat still, but uh, she, the whole book is about how she loves her body and how some, like sometimes she gets, you know, her body can smile, frown, rest, or hustle. And it shows her running a marathon and wearing all kinds of cool clothes. And the, the page I think that I like the most, um, there's a page where she's going swimming. And one page shows her in like a one-piece bathing suit. And then the next page shows her in a two-piece and it just shows her smiling and jumping in the pool. And it just, the whole book is so positive and, you know, it shows her doing yoga and she dreams, she's dreaming about what she might be when she grows up. And, and it even, it even shows a little bit of um like the, you know, like maybe the downside of, of being a girl you know how girls can be, <laughs> um, so it, it it shows her wearing shorts and like a like a crop top kind of a belly shirt, and she's skateboarding, and there are there are girls behind her on a bench that are like whispering about her, and she just hands on hips, big smile on her face, and she just keeps trucking. So. I really, really love this one. Like what well, I'm not gonna lie, when I read it, I read it with like tears in my eyes because I was like, I love it so much. And it's just it's nice to see it. It's just nice to see body positivity in a picture book that's meant for young kids. Um, because it's it starts early as a kindergarten teacher. I have seen I have seen body issues start at five and six years old. So, um, so I, I just, I really like that, you know, that these two ladies thought to make such a powerful, strong book about body positivity. I really, really enjoy that one a lot.
0: Well, I was really excited to hear you um, talking about this book today. I saw it on Twitter and I was so excited to see a book like this come out because I think it's definitely needed. Um, I think it will make a great addition to any library collection. So I'm so glad that you enjoyed it because now I can't wait to get it myself.
1: I really do. (laughs) And it's just, it just, you know, like as, as a bigger girl myself, it just like filled me with pride. And I was just like, oh. I love it so much and how just positive she is through the whole thing. And she just, all the outfits she wears and all the little activities that she does, like she plays baseball, she dresses like a princess, she skateboards, she goes swimming, like nothing stops her. And it talks about just all the great things that your body can do. Like that anybody can do. Yes. Mm. What do you have next? I
0: have uh, Seed of Compassion, which I thought this, for the time we are living in right now, that this would be a perfect book, um, picture book to add to the collection.
1: Yeah, we could um, use this, that right now. Is, yes. Um, this is
0: written by the Dalai Lama, and it's illustrated by Valu. Lu. And so I was impressed that it was, it was actually written by the Dalai Lama, this picture book, and Mm -hmm. so this picture book tells a story about the Dalai Lama's childhood and how he grew up on an average farm in Tibet. His mother taught him many things, but she planted a seed of compassion that remains with him today, Um, and he strengthened the seed of compassion um, and it's a big part of his life work and, um, and planting that seed of compassion in others. And so the Dalai Lama, he wants this book to be used as a tool to, uh, plant the seed of compassion in children so we can have a more compassionate world. So I think that alone is just like, wow, that's very powerful. Oh, yeah. Um, but in the book, um, He talks about his mother teaching him compassion through example by being generous with neighbors in their time of need and treating others with warmth to ease their pain. And in the book, he explains that only humans have the ability to, um, with discipline and effort, to train themselves to act compassionately. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so he um, goes on to give examples of how children can behave compassionately toward others and just by having a simple smile and not, you know, having a mean glare on your face and, uh, by uh, taking interest in others and taking that time to say, well, how are you, you know? And so yeah. I think that's something that, that all of us can hear and, and learn from, something we can all learn to nurture more.
1: That sounds so cute. I like that a lot. And it's, I mean, there's no better time to start planting those seeds and modeling those behaviors than with elementary school kids. Um, because they're so, I mean, like the kids, I know speaking from, you know, kindergarten experience, the kids in my classroom have like a, they have like a strong sense of justice and they, they, they know what's right and wrong and they know when they see people being treated kindly or unkindly. And it's, it's, that's just like the perfect age to start planting those little seeds of compassion so that hopefully, you know, we, we can, you know, cultivate a group of people who will grow up and be compassionate adults. So I love that. And I love that it was written by the Dalai Lama. How cool is that? Isn't that cool? I love that. I think it has something, I'm going to take a a quote from uh, Amy Dykman, and she says when she writes books, she tries
0: to make sure that they're kid true, and so I think this book and really all the books so far have that element of just kid trueness, you know, of how they would think and talk and and feel, and so I
1: thought that was kind of cool. That's great. So what's your next book? So my last one that I have uh, is called A Friend for Henry, and let me... It is by Jen Bailey and it was illustrated by Mika Song. And this one came out uh, last year in 2019. And it is, it features a character um, who has autism. And so he, so his name is Henry. He goes to school um, and he's kind of struggling to find a friend because uh, of all the the nuances of his autism. He he doesn't really like when people are too loud around him. So he might have some, you know, some sensory processing issues along with his autism. He doesn't like it when people get messy. Um, He doesn't like it like he sets up carpet squares on the cuz they don't have like a conventional rug like I have in my classroom they have little carpet squares and each student has their own square. So Henry sets them all up and they're in a just a perfect they're a perfect square all the way around. He puts the green one in the middle just how he likes it and then another boy comes and and runs through the rug and messes it up and he gets on the green one and calls it a magic carpet and what I really like about this book is that it does not sugarcoat um, Henry's autism, it shows him struggling, which I think is important because I feel like books that that talk about that, if they don't show the character struggling, then the reader is not going to gain any empathy for that character. So it it shows him really struggling to find a friend and he he goes through several kids in his class and he's just like, this kid is loud every day. She gets dirty on the playground every day and then she gets too close to me and I don't want to get dirty or he's too rough and things like that. And so what I like about it is that it it shows him having a meltdown it shows him getting upset it shows him unhappy with his situation um and it really when you're reading it it you do feel very deeply for him um but then it's nice because at the end he finds another he finds another person who you know he says i don't like triangles because they're playing with blocks and he says i don't like triangles and she said oh i don't like broccoli so she doesn't also have autism but she's I, she is able to kind of read him and so she quiets her tone and she doesn't sit too close and you know she's not rough so I really really like that one a lot and That's because I really because I don't I don't have a lot of books like this in my library. But I mean, we have students with autism walk through our doors every day. And so I, I really like that this author and illustrator did such a good job of portraying, you know, maybe he looks to be maybe kindergarten or first grade age in the book. And I, I love that they how they portrayed it as like, like I said, they don't sugarcoat it and they're very straightforward and talk, you know, they, they walk you through his day and they show you his struggles. Um, but then also his, uh, his wins, like he finds a friend and they play every day and shows him smiling and happy. So I just, I really, really like this book. And I like that. I now have a a book for students with autism can see themselves in.
0: Well, I definitely plan on getting that book as well. I'd have to agree. I think, you know, that's an area in the library that could be built up more. Um, So I I think that the idea, like you were saying, um, that the book is honest, I think that's just a core thing really for all books. But that sounds really good. That makes this book, you know, unique and um, just a a good thing that we should have in our collection.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah we should put together a list of other books like that. Um, cause I know, like I was saying, before we started, there's another book out there that came out recently um, about an autistic, um, child and his sibling, but it's told from the sibling's point of view. I can't remember the title when we do, we'll put that up in our show notes. Um, but I would love to develop a list with you as far as, you know, other books that would support this. Cause I mean, I I need to come up with a list of more books to order. And so, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. So my last book for today is, um, just like me. And it's written by, um, written and illustrated by Vanessa Brantley Newton. And so I thought this, this is a very special book. It's a poetry book and April is poetry month. So I thought this would be the perfect book to share today. Um, I had the privilege of meeting Ms. Brantley Newton in January at the Bookworm Picture Book Conference hosted by Blue Willow uh, Bookstore, independent bookstore here in Houston. And so um, it's awesome. I I can't wait to go to that again next year. Um, Just Like Me was one of the first books that she shared um, during that visit. And so at this conference, the author, she shared her story growing up with dyslexia and not having books. Um, in her life with characters that look like her. But in spite of all this, she grew up to become an illustrator and then a children's book author. She has a big, warm personality and she treats people as if she doesn't know a stranger. Um, I shared this with you before, Felicia, I really hope that we can have her visit our school sometime soon.
1: That'd Um, be great.
0: Yeah, I really hope we can. Um, so, just like me is a shout out to all kinds of girls. Sundress Blues is probably my favorite. It starts out my sundress and I are no longer friends, and she tells the universal story of the wind and a girl and a dress
1: that begins
0: to fly. It's hysterical. (laughs) I don't know if you've (laughs) ever had that happen to you. Um, I'm raising my hand right now because, yes, that's happened to me at least
1: once in my life, maybe twice. So I thought
0: that was really hysterical. Oh,
1: my Um, gosh. So this book, it talks about friendship and
0: celebrating uh, your uniqueness, and I just think this would make a great addition to any library collection
1: so cool and I love that it's a book of of poems and poetry that's so cool that's something that I need to build up in my library a little more because we do we do study poetry but it's it's typically like right at the end of the unit for about a week but I I would like to build that up in my collection so that I have more to offer my kids in terms of of books with poetry so that's a good, sounds like a good one yeah 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 <laughs>
0: So, I've got noise in my background because I've got little people at home right now who should be homeschooling.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, they think they're taking a break.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, I guess that's all our lives right now. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's well, weird, for- weird times, yeah. weird times. Yeah.
0: Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Mix It Up. And we will be seeing you um, in about a month.
1: Yes. Wash your hands, everybody. Bye. Yes.
0: Stay well. Stay strong.